Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight is the Christmas season. I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. Ho, ho, ho. Now I've watched a movie. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, this is a <laughs> horror movie podcast and it's December. I, know, I should have referenced something that was a Christmas movie. I apologize. Oh, how dare you. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. You shut your filthy mouth. Um, we, it's December, and as tradition on the show, we spend December, up, you know, at least in the, the weeks before Christmas, uh, working through some Christmas horror movies. And today we have a sequel to a film we did, I think, two years ago? Maybe three years ago now? Uh, but we did Jack Frost, not the 1998 Michael Keaton film, mm-hmm. which is not a horror film, which everyone always confuses. Uh, with the actual proper Jack Frost, which is the 1997 Killer Snowman movie, uh, starring most notably Shannon Elizabeth from American Pie. Starring, sure. She was there. Look, <laughs> look anyone our age probably remembers her boobs from American Pie. So mm-hmm. she sticks out the most in Jack Frost. Sure. Uh, she was also in, what else was she in that we did? 13 Ghosts. She was in 13 that. Ghosts. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Uh, clearly she, yeah, clearly she fell off the face of the earth after about 2002, because <laughs> I, I don't know if there's anything after that, but that, uh, there was a little window in time there where she was in a few things. Uh, I think she showed up in the Jane Silent Bob reboot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> she was in Jane and Silent Bob Strikes Back. <laughs> so. Oh, because the, re- the reboot was one they did like a year ago or two. Yeah. But they yeah, brought, strike- like, a lot of characters back. Ah, okay. So she was in yeah. Strikes Back, and then she came yeah. back for the mm-hmm. reboot. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so that, that that brought her back somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's okay. back in the public consciousness. So who knows? Jack Frost 3, maybe they're having talks. I don't know. Well, the end of this does actually kind of imply a, a Jack Frost 3. <laughs> the director always wanted to make a third one. We'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, well, he couldn't raise the uh, $112 that he needed. <laughs> <laughs> the budget for this is notably smaller than the first one. And it's not like the first one was a big budget movie, but it was yeah. still a movie. <laughs> this is, yeah, so this is Jack Frost 2, Revenge <laughs> of the Mutant Killer Snowman. And In case you it, weren't sure. <laughs> yeah, I had seen the original Jack Frost mm-hmm. a couple of times. We did it on the show. That was like my third time seeing it or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and I In have fun class. with the original. Yes, shut up. <laughs> I have fun with the original Jack Frost. I was looking forward to doing it when we did it. And I was kind of looking forward to doing this one because I was fond of the original, thinking, oh, it'll be more of the same. Um, This movie is clearly made direct-to-video on a <laughs> budget that doesn't exist. Uh, every They're supposed to be on a tropical island on like vacation for Christmas, and everything looks like a soundstage, like a cheap soundstage. Uh, these snowman effects, which were not not really that great in the first one, really, but they seem great now compared to this one. So, uh, yes, this is Jack Frost two. Well, we'll get into it. this. Is the first time watch for both of us? Well, I assume it was anyway. I, I there was a few things that looked familiar. I definitely never saw the movie, bef- the whole movie before, but I feel like I mm. might have seen a scene here or there, either like clipped online or maybe. Uh, if it was on like some weirdo like cable channel at some point, maybe I watched like five minutes of it. Um, sure, sure, sure. But yeah, no, the first time watching the the whole movie. Should I say the what? snow movie? What, what, what did you What did you think? 
Uh, no, it's pretty terrible. I mean, uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously, like, you're not going into this expecting something great. No. But like you say, with, you know, with the first one, um, you know, it, it's a bit cheesier. And, and you know, you go in wanting a bad movie. And, and I feel like, you know, it mostly delivers. Like, you know, there's probably better examples um, for, like, bad, fun stuff uh, that you can watch. Uh, this... Like, I mean, I'm not going to say that I didn't laugh at parts because it, it is very bad. And there, so there was stuff here and there that I was I, like, okay, you know. Yeah, I agree with that, because especially early on. I actually think the opening yeah. scene is legitimately quite funny. Um, <laughs> and there is definitely moments, like the, the first time they introduced several characters who are like so caricature-esque, I did kind of laugh yeah. out loud at how bad they were. Um, it kind of lost steam as it went on, though, in that sense, because once I got used to what the movie was, it stopped being funny. And it just, exactly. like, I was just, I was just lost in the awfulness of it. Whereas the first film, being more of an actual movie, and while mm-hmm. the acting wasn't great, it was still better than this like phoned-in direct-to-video thing that we've got this time round. So, mm-hmm. in the first movie, when it kept escalating, and we got the bigger effects mm-hmm. later on, where the snowman's doing wackier kills, the giant snowball, mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, it felt like it was actually going to more fun places as it went, whereas this, it just kind of felt like it was killing time. I, that this ninety minutes felt like it was a four-hour movie. Oh, yeah. To be honest, oh yeah, it, it, it dragged like a some bitch. So, <laughs> I I think you bring up a good point when you say like actual movie because the first one, even though it is you know cheesy and dumb and bad and all that stuff, it does still still feel like they're trying to make a movie. Like they're trying to make something that has you know a, a coherent plot that like you know has a beginning middle and end that ramps up and does all this stuff like this just feels like a lot of different vignettes of like yeah um like oh hey it'd be fun if we did this okay let's do it and let's do it and you know you you, you kind of get the sense that like the people making the movie are like well no one's gonna care about you know story and characters because <laughs> obviously i mean it's in the title like revenge of the killer mutant snowman like people are gonna watch it because they want to see a killer mutant snowman which you Honestly, you don't even really see that much in the movie. Um, no, their, their, their yeah. snowman budget was slashed, so they sort of get around it uh, a lot at the time. Like, what I... I don't know if I, I... I don't remember this from the first one, but did he have, like, god-level powers? Because it seems like no, in, the, in the... No, <laughs> he did not. <laughs> okay. Because, like, in, in the beginning of this movie, it's just, like, he's just, like, everywhere and can do anything. Like, any, like, he can control, like, water and ice and stuff, and it's, like, very mm. strange. <laughs> no, no, I mean, he can melt down into water. He mm. traveled through water and could reform. Mm. That was kind of the key thing. It was a very T-1000-esque, like, sort of rules to the <laughs> snowman uh, yeah. mythos. Uh, yeah, and the second one, though, he can seemingly, like, float around the air like a ghost and, like, mm-hmm. get to different points. And I don't know. Yeah, the rules are all out the window, which I'm not that I was expecting integrity from Jack Frost too right. necessarily, but... Uh, honestly the biggest problem is just kind of the overall like, production value and it's so weird to say that <laughs> but every single scene has the production value um of like a like a sketch on like a like a, a comedy sketch show where the sets aren't supposed to be believable they're just kind of like yeah. ah it looks vaguely like the thing but it's clearly fake um but sure. when i was watching this with, uh, chat on stream uh it was you know one of the suggestions that it looked like a kid's saturday morning like tv set like the, the sort of set that, that you tap yeah. on one of those shows and yeah mm-hmm. these are kind of app comparisons they uh, the, the whole thing just feels absurdly cheap uh in a way where yeah. it, it never 
And I, I like cheap stuff. I love low budget movies, but there oh, is kind of we this know weird you do. line. <laughs> yeah. But there is this weird line though where it still has to be a film. It still has to be people grabbed the camera and went and shot something somewhere. It, right. When you have something that feels this like fake all around the edges, like no one was trying, no one's passionate <laughs> about anything. And that's the thing, it's the same director as the first movie. Uh, who also wrote this and he also co-wrote the first one so you suspect that you think he would be passionate and he wanted to make a third uh we'll get we'll get to what that third one would be because the the mid-credit scene does tease it uh, <laughs> so there's a mid-credit scene there's a post-credit scene there's, there's there's all sorts of uh extra goodies in this one if you want to go looking for them mm. um uh, honestly i don't remember if i stayed and watched those <laughs> So not well, coming to my mind. So well, you're <laughs> about to find me. out then. Uh, interestingly, the <laughs> the sheriff from the first movie does come back. Thank God. Uh, and it is the same actor for him at least. I don't know if his wife or like, the other two that are, were also in the first movie were the same actors. I can't remember if they were the same actors. Uh, honestly, yeah. uh, there's also the the secret agent from the first movie comes back, and he's definitely mm-hmm. a new actor, which I would never have remembered. But they make so many jokes about him looking different to explain the fact that they've recast the part that obviously is a different sense. actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I actually thought the opening scene was legitimately quite funny, which is a scene where the mm-hmm. sheriff's at a psychiatrist's office and he's telling the story of what happened and why he's like so messed up and from the previous I- year. I did recommend, or I did recognize the uh, psychiatrist. I think it was um, mm. one of Elaine's bosses from Seinfeld. Ah, uh, maybe that's where I saw. I know like, because I recognize his face too. I, I, I couldn't have told you where I knew him from, but I think uh, Mr. Pitt. I think like one of like Elaine's first bosses. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but as he's telling the story, like the secretary and like everyone else who works at this office is like listening in through the uh, like the, the intercom mm. system. Yeah. and laughing their ass off every time he says something and i'm not gonna lie like when the psychiatrist himself starts laughing at some of the story where <laughs> eventually the sheriff's like you know and the giant snowball and we had to fight him with hair dryers and everyone outside the room's laughing and you can kind of hear them vaguely <laughs> but when, he, when the psychiatrist says and how did you beat him again he's like well we used antifreeze and the psychiatrist <laughs> lets out a laugh that was legitimately kind of funny. Like they're, they're all laughing at how ridiculous like him recounting the events of the first film are and the I, idea that no one would believe anything that happened in the first movie is kind of amusing, I, to be honest. Yeah. No, I, I tell you what I do like, and um, and I, I guess I do kind of keep up with this throughout the rest of the movie, is I, I do like how the sheriff is like deadly serious about the whole thing. Like The movie is kind of examining... Mm. Like him going through like you know like post traumatic stress, like from the first movie, um, you know which I think is actually a, a kind of an interesting idea, especially like in a really like low budget. Hey, it's supposed to be dumb kind of movie. I like the idea of one character always playing it straight, um, and then other characters just thinking, yeah, he he's absolute bonkers. Like that is kind of funny, and um, I think <laughs> something interesting worth uh, exploring. Uh, the only thing I wasn't sure about, uh, again, maybe, I don't know if I'm misremembering the first movie, but I thought, like, the whole town kind of knew, like, like you know, yeah, like, so, so like, people know he's telling the truth, right? Like, <laughs> well, I don't think the psychiatrist in that know, I don't think they're from the town, uh, but I think that's one of the points to make, is that even his wife and the, the couple who go with them, mm-hmm. like, who live through this as well, even they kind of get, like, annoyed that he's still being kind of, like, you know, he's, he's like still <laughs> he's still shell shocked, yeah, from from the from yeah. the previous year. They're kind of like, oh, just 
get over this ball you so we can have fun yeah but no no the, the town did see everything but the but clearly the psychiatrist and all these people that are laughing whenever they hear the story uh yeah you know we're in the town okay did they move or something or what i don't know it's a small town you, you think the therapist has, has an office in this small tiny town i'm, I'm sure he's getting Possibly, therapy I don't know. elsewhere i don't know <laughs> I wasn't confused oh, by yeah, this, this point. Small city folks, uh, you know, don't know nothing about therapy. You gotta go to the big city. To, Half to the town a... got murdered, okay? The therapist got murdered in the first movie. You had to go to another therapist the next town over. So you kind of think that would be a big news story, though, don't you? Like, you think people would know what happened in this town? I mean, they know a bunch of people died. Do you think anyone would believe when people on camera started talking about a killer snowman? Hey, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, uh, you do believe in Bigfoot, so yeah, <laughs> very real Bigfoot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I rest my case. <laughs> um, so yeah, basically, they're going to a tropical island for Christmas vacation because mm-hmm. he needs to get away from anything resembling snow to hopefully snap him out of his depression. And mm-hmm. the the other couple who are, I, I guess they like fell for each other in the first movie. I don't remember that, but uh, they're going to get married. They're they're engaged, and this is kind of their their honeymoon. They they, they plan to get married on the island. Uh, I mean, that sounds like a major plot point. It's basically nothing. It's it's, it's a couple of references yeah. to it, and then <laughs> they, they they kiss at one point. It's just it's a it's a non issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, what this movie is is once they get there. Uh, Jack Frost wakes up because someone dug up the unmarked grave that his remains were stored in and some scientist accidentally woke him back up. <laughs> and somehow he knows, like, I, I think they try and explain it later in the movie that his DNA got mixed with the sheriffs at one point in the first movie. So he just knows where okay. he is. Because cause I, was, I was sitting thinking, like, so how does he know where to go on the planet to go find them? Because <laughs> he does. He travels across the ocean. You know, he even kills a couple of yeah. guys that are in a lifeboat, like on his way <laughs> to to get there. Um, True. Very odd, but yeah. yeah. And then you know, yeah, we have a series of murders on the island, and we have a bunch of really year two thousand characters. Like, see all the college age kids, oh, sure. like. <laughs> Like the guys, like haircuts with the spiky blonde hair and the, like the dumb faces, like everything about it was so two thousands. I was like getting I, weird flashbacks. I I did think it was kind of funny uh, that scene where like they're all arriving on the island and they have whatever for some reason like a weird like hunter like guy that like controls the island uh, and the is, colonel like the colonel <laughs> and, the like, colonel his sidekick who, who speaks and and uh, uh, the following manner. Jolly good show, yes, yes. <laughs> Lovely, Jubbly, let's get in then. Everyone have a go- jolly good time, okay? <laughs> yeah, I like, I love, uh, I, I, or I thought it was like funny when like all the characters are coming, or the characters are coming like off the island, and he's like, oh, these people are gonna learn the, the meaning of true friendship, and like that beauty is only skin deep, and like just going through all like kind of like the cliche yeah. characters and the lessons they're going to learn and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that was kind of a funny joke. Yeah. I thought that it was kind of weird because they have like a lot of young, attractive people 
Mm-hmm. And it's clear that they're not proper characters, they're just there for fodder and probably boobs. Although, bizarrely, right. this movie never actually shows boobs. It's exact. The first mm-hmm. one did. It's exactly the sort of movie you'd expect to have boobs just, you know, boobing around <laughs> as much yeah. as possible, but it doesn't. <laughs> It was kind of weird though. They actually kill off all the young women like really quickly. Like the the, the first yes. <laughs> like batch of deaths is like all the young women all get killed back mm-hmm. to back. And I'm like, this is weird. I I would have thought yeah. they'd have strung some of them along for a bit just to spread out the uh, well the eye candy for lack of a better term. Uh, but <laughs> they don't. So you know whatever. Yeah, <laughs> they're all really stupid though. All the characters are really stupid and have no intelligence whatsoever. Uh, oh, of course. There's a uh, Captain Fun. This guy, uh, I could not stand. Like, I, <laughs> nah, I mean, nah, I, I know the character is supposed to be annoying, but like, you can have an annoying character that you like to watch in a movie. This guy is just like, ugh, get away. I'm, I don't want to see you. I, I laughed in the first five seconds of his appearance because, like, it was very clear just what exactly what he is the second you see him and he starts speaking. So mm-hmm. I sort of laughed at how over the top and on, on, on the nose he was. Uh, but yes, mm-hmm. as time went on, it it was particularly grating. He, he, he always had this over the top, uh, positive attitude. He's always saying, "If you know, if, when the sheriff looks down at one point, he's like, oh, here's a party pooper,' and yeah. tries to like drive him back up to get him back in the mood. Like, come on, this is we're in paradise. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas. Have a good time. Shut up, you positive prick." <laughs> also, like, what a nightmare. Like, you pay to have like a relaxing quiet vacation and <laughs> this guy is just like you know like at the like don't they like wake up and he's in bed with them one morning or something like, yeah yeah <laughs> the, 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 he jumps on be- in bed and between the married couple and he's like come on you two let's get over those hangover blues let's go do ha- happy stuff and i'm like this is god <laughs> too much <laughs> uh, yes this is this is very invasive uh it's horrible I- I, I think uh, the sheriff here would be whipping out his badge. He's very much out of his jurisdiction, mm. but he'd be whipping out his badge <laughs> just so he could arrest this prick right in the spot for, uh, uh, I don't know, breaking, entering. <laughs> yeah. Close personal touching and, you know, <laughs> I don't know what the exact uh, exact law is here, but I have to imagine jumping in a hotel bed. breaking something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's definitely some uh, boundaries being broken here. Um <laughs> So out of nowhere, there's this character from the first movie who shows up, Agent Manners, who has retired from the FBI or wherever he was from in the first one because mm. no one believed him in the agency that there was a killer snowman. And now he's got an eye patch. It's a different actor. And for some reason, every time he appears or like turns around or something, there's this like really generic like public domain sting music that plays, the stinger. Yeah. Uh, you've, 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 yeah, you've all heard it before. You've heard it used in other things because it's a cheap sound effect that gets used or music cue that gets used. Um, but he's very. Serious. Yeah, maybe I, we should get it for the show. <laughs> oh, maybe we should. Yeah. Every time Tim makes a good point, in that rare occasion, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll hit the hit the music thing. <laughs> but there is one moment that actually really made me laugh with him. Uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, they try to cover up the fact that there's been some murders. And you don't want to tell the sheriff that anything's going on. Yeah. Which, for some reason, the uh, the colonel seems to think that, ah, oh, this is all in the past. We won't have to worry about this anymore. It's like, what do you mean? Three people are dead. You found three bodies. These guests aren't going home. You don't think anyone's going to ask questions at any point, yeah. ever? It's all in the past. We'll just forget about it. These, these people have it was families. A shark. <laughs> was that? Was it a shark that said it was something silly on that? It was like a 
turtle crocodile or something. It was something weird. Sound, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I think one of them says shark, and then one of them says it was a... It was something that flies. It ended up... It was like a mosquito shark or something like that. They, they blamed it on. Um, yeah. Which, call me crazy, I'm fairly certain it's not a... Not a factual thing. Just uh, FYI. Not that I know of. Yes. But there's one moment where... Agent Manners decides he wants the sheriff's help. So during the like the party that night, he shows up. But right, right, he does that thing where someone like comes up and talks to you from behind, and says "Don't turn around" and just talks to you. Right? And you've seen mm-hmm. this in like thrillers. You've seen it in other movies. But in this, like, and I don't know if this is intentional like satire or if they they're just this like brain dead that they didn't know how to do this properly. But he he's literally like right behind him. It's very intimate. It's like he's getting ready to hug him and like caress him from behind. But he's like right up behind, him, like. Don't turn around. It's good to have you with us, Sheriff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll I'll be there later. And because they have a costume party later, and he he, he walks in wearing a trench coat and like a hat and sunglasses. Uh, in fact, that's the other thing. He's wearing sunglasses in this because he's got an eye patch and sunglasses on as he's like standing behind him. <laughs> uh, but he he's wearing this like trench coat later, and the Sheriff who's in like a hippie outfit. It's like, oh, isn't this uh, a little on? And obviously not. In the agency, we call this a uh, a reverse double. <laughs> <laughs> a reverse double yeah yes um yeah the movie's really stupid what do you want from me it, 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 it goes on forever <laughs> yeah I mean I think um like you were kind of saying before like early on like it's not like I was digging it but I was having a you know a bit of fun with it like I was like okay uh obviously it's very stupid but you know, maybe I'm going to get a chuckle here and there. But like you said, it, it really starts dragging. Uh, I, I think kind of maybe around this point, maybe a little bit before the the halfway point, or I, I guess maybe around the time when the um, the little mini <laughs> baby Jack Frosts uh, or whatever show up. Spoilers, um, come on now, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I mean, we just like went through like half the movie anyway, but. <laughs> I, I was saving like the uh, back half at least come on now <laughs> <laughs> but I, I i feel like it yeah it just starts to get really slow or overstay its welcome or the joke wears thin whatever you want to say and it, it ends up becoming more of a chore to watch and yeah by the end i was just ready for it to be like okay i i get it i get what you're doing just that's enough and then, and again it's because it's like this you know you, you know uh, you know we like the bad cheesy movies but again it, it's like there's a level where you know uh of like earnestness with mm-hmm. that makes like a, you know a bad movie good like when someone's trying to do something like this where it's like well, let's do something stupid on purpose like let's be over the top on purpose and you know the acting's going to be bad and the effects are going to be bad and it's all on purpose like yeah it just loses a lot of its uh, effect and charm and it's just you know, not as entertaining to watch yeah that, that i mean ultimately that's what it feels like it feels like well, the first one obviously is intentionally not meant to be a serious movie. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's very lighthearted. It's having fun with what it's doing. This one's kind of into your, you know, like anything Tommy Wiseau's done post The Room where he's intentionally like trying mm-hmm. to make something funny because he knows that's what people liked about The Room. It doesn't work mm-hmm. because it's not, it, yeah, it's because they're, because they're in on the joke, it doesn't work anymore. And yeah. 
yeah that, that's that's ultimately because I, I mean i remember we, we, i was getting to like maybe the, the the 55 minute mark and realizing there was still 35 minutes to go and i was just kind of like how is there 35 <laughs> minutes left of this it feels like it's you know ready to end so we're, we're, we're there uh and there's a whole you know segment and it kind of prolongs itself uh so i mean we'll say yeah, we'll go ahead and spoilers i think just so we can talk about the rest of it not that anyone cares i don't think sure. about spoilers for jack frost too <laughs> uh but i'm to this time to thank our patreon producers at the time of recording. So thank you to Tyler Hess, Cindy Palisades, David Short, Born Now, Al Treisman, Christopher Moy, Brett Williams, and David Brown. That is our Patreon producers for the month. Me and they are $20 or more on patreon.com slash TV, And you can support us over there too for as little as $1 per month and get uh, bonus content, including access to the back catalogue of all the extra bonus episodes that we've done on streams. Uh, new episodes of that are on hold for a little bit whilst Tim's gone on paternity leave. But... Uh, you get access to all the old episodes. Five dollars tier still gets you early access uh, by the day to the new episodes of streams, as well as other stuff that we do for Mailfuzz TV. So go and have a look and see if you want to help all the content coming. And uh, thank you very much. So go have a look. And of course, you can support us for free by hitting the like button and commenting, subscribing, all those usual things. And they do help a lot. The like button is actually quite important, annoyingly, on YouTube. It doesn't seem like it is, but it actually does help a lot with uh, YouTube recommending us out and helping the channel grow and helping the, the show grow. So... Uh, please do. So yeah, it's tax deductible too. Uh, that is that is a lie. Do not listen to Tim. It's, <laughs> a, it's basically like giving to charity. <laughs> you can write it off on your taxes. Uh, do not listen to Tim. You'll get into some legal bother. Uh, <laughs> so full spoilers there for Jack Frost too. Um, just just as other things in the first half that we didn't really talk about. Just like the actual, like for some reason the snowman can now. And even though it's the same actor, because I actually checked because I thought the voice sounded different. It's not. It's the same actor. Mm. I, I guess the direction's just mm. different, or he doesn't sound as good this time. But it didn't. The voice didn't sound as good to me. Uh, but we have these like two idiots on like a life raft that he kills, and this is how he gets I, his carrot because they have a carrot and and their cooler. But I was kind of confused by this because doesn't he kill one of them with a carrot? Yeah, I thought like that too. the carrot too. comes up through the raft. I don't think it's a carrot. But then he grabs the carrot. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what he does is he stabs him with an icicle. Because it, we see him later on, he can oh, make okay. icicles. So I think it's an icicle that he stabs him with through the raft. Okay. And then he takes the carrot. Because he says, thanks for the nose, as he yeah as he swims on. Okay, yeah, yeah that, that makes a lot a, a lot more sense. But yeah, because it, it looked like a carrot that was coming through. And I was like, all right, so does he already have a carrot? But then he needs a carrot? and I don't know. <laughs> I think it was icicle plus blood on it made you think there carrot you i think that's what's happening but i I, yeah. I mean I, i'm not trying to defend the movie here right? i'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm giving you the, the the interpretation of this scene that makes some sense yeah uh, and like a, a lot of this stuff early on is just this kind of disembodied like voice that's just like floating through like water yeah and, yeah and stuff that i don't yeah it, it makes it feel like very different than like the first one which again yeah i feel like we see a lot more like just like actual snowman and stuff. And I, I do like the idea of him like having to like reclaim his body parts, but mm-hmm. I don't know. They don't really do anything that exciting. Well, yeah, I, I thought because it was set on a tropical Island that was warm, that there was going to be some inventive mechanics of like how he's able to form in this climate. It turns out he just has God powers. He can make it snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's basically it. Uh, he 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 does so much more stuff in this one. Uh, that just makes it feel like there's no rules. And I know, like, I'm not taking that too seriously, but the first one still had like a general kind of idea of what he could and couldn't do. And yeah, you know, 
And the way they killed him in the first one doesn't work in this one, just for whatever reason. There's like no yeah. <laughs> real reason why it doesn't work this time. It just hurts him a little bit instead. But mm. um, yeah, when he kills the, uh, the, the, the sort of college girls uh, who are fighting over the guys and are really kind of... Like, like the two, like doofiest yes. looking guys <laughs> the, the two most 2000 era looking college guys who are just like whoa whoa and like and like yeah they have like they do at least they do have some like great dialogue where they just sit around a campfire saying uh i got ben no i got him no i got him <laughs> like, it's like uh great <laughs> It's yeah, so really? the only that stuck out to me is if Ben were flirting with me any harder, he'd be arrested. That, that, that was a, oh, yeah, yeah. a, a wonderful <laughs> line. Uh, but speaking of, th- I mean, speaking of things that may not have aged well, is there's, and there's not a lot of this, but there's like a, a model there with a photographer, and the photographer mm-hmm. is, I, I mean, I, I, maybe I'm going out on the limb here, Tim, but I believe he might be gay. I've just, just <laughs> oh, really? snake <laughs> suspicion that, uh, that yeah. the raging stereotypes that they've got going with this character <laughs> suggest that he might, in fact, like a bit of dick. Um, yeah, a wee bit over the top, you might say. A wee bit, a wee bit. Yeah. <laughs> I love how when you say "wee bit," it sounds like you're doing a leprechaun reference. And <laughs> well, maybe I am. I don't know. Because I can say "wee bit" because it's just something that people say from my neck of the yeah. woods. But when you say it, it sounds like you're trying to do a, a leprechaun reference. Maybe. I mean, it doesn't hurt that you know it feels nice in my mouth. Oh, but it does. <laughs> when I say it, <laughs> <laughs> a wee bit tough at the top. Yes, yes, a wee bit over the top. Um, yeah, and I love like the the weird um, like I, I think it's a supermodel that's like flirting with the I, I think like the neighbor guy or whatever. Yeah, the middle aged guy who's like getting married to you know, this other woman who, and you know, they're both kind of like normal middle-aged looking, average looking people, yeah. right? And then this supermodel is kind of like, for some reason, very attracted to him and like, you know, pushing her breasts into him. And yeah. I mean, it's really just there for comedy. So we can have like the wife to be to be like, he's taken and like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think she like kneecaps her, like her fiance, because like, he's sort of looking at the supermodel and he just falls mm-hmm. down out of frame and she's like, He's taken. I'm like, what did you do to him? Yeah. Like, did, did you just like stab him in the back of the knee and make him fall? Like, what? But it's very cartoony, which I mean, I guess fits some of the yeah. movie. But uh, anyway, so the college girls, when they die, uh, so Jack Frost, he drops like icicles from like a tree. Like, he, oh, actually, sorry. Mm-hmm. First of all, one leaves the campfire to go look for charcoal, and he's left out a trail <laughs> of charcoal like breadcrumbs as if he's like luring someone mm-hmm. to a trap. And then he has East Coast fault. And I was I was kind of into this scene because I thought, oh, if there's more of this sort of stuff, I might be into this because he kills the first mm-hmm. one with the icicles. But then when the second or third girl comes by and you're expecting another icicle, it's actually a giant snow anvil. And I thought, yeah. okay, <laughs> it's a cartoon at this point, but that was slightly amusing because it it's was fun. a snow anvil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that creativity kind of doesn't really persist yeah. <laughs> throughout the film. But I wanted to mention the snow anvil because it was, it was a bit amusing. It's stand out, yeah. Yeah, you know, because some of the other ones where there's a woman swimming in the pool and he just kind of freezes the top of the pool so she drowns. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, it's not really a fun death. Uh, doesn't really. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess out of everything, it it, it um, I mean, that one did kind of affect me more because it seemed like the most realistic, like mm. <laughs> you know, like uh, getting like you know trapped under ice and then like trying to pound your way through. I was like. 
oof, like, yeah, it feels very claustrophobic and shitty. <laughs> but more realistic um, than the snow anvil. What are you saying? <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> of course. They, they try and kill him once they realize he's there and jack frost is like made it snow on the island so everyone's covered in the snow now all of a sudden um mm. they realize he's Which there no one really seems to care yeah about, no one yeah everyone, except for the sheriff yeah the sheriff's the one who thinks this, this is a bit weird and it's like wait you're, you're mm. literally in like a tropical island where it literally has never snowed ever yeah <laughs> you know this is a bit <laughs> odd everyone and sure enough yeah. jack frost starts causing chaos and killing people they, they, they fight back. They're able to find some antifreeze, which at first they think they're screwed because why would there be any antifreeze, antifreeze here? Mm. But it turns out it's the same thing as this. I, I even remember what they said. It was something they used for some of the drinks or something like that. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, okay, so we've got this stuff and they load up water guns. They like make a trap in the pool, this little paddle pool to like, you know, trap them in this. But it doesn't actually kill him. He kind of melts and stuff, and he looks really weird. Which, by the way, we should mention that when he eventually does like show up as a snowman, which takes a while, he, mm-hmm. it looks terrible. Like, it's such a cheap oh, outfit. Yeah. Like, it, it's it, awful. It just looks like foam. It's really bad. Um, <laughs> later on, when like he like he explodes, what's left behind looks like sh- <laughs> it looks like a shaving foam mixed with like bubbles from like mm-hmm. you know when you're washing the dishes. It, it's like yeah. this. This isn't snow. There's nothing about this that looks like snow. And I thought what was, like, funny about that scene, too, is, like, they, they just had, like, a little bit to cover the floor, and then when the guy's, like, looking for his wife, mm-hmm. it's, like, she would be standing out so much. Like, there's not that much yeah. stuff there. <laughs> if she, but if she was alive, you would see, like, a pretty big mass. Yes, because but, the secret yeah. weapon, of course, is that the, uh, the killer's allergic to bananas, which is carried over into snowman <laughs> form so bananas make him explode which they find yeah. out because after this scene he he vomits up a snowball <laughs> and the snowball mm-hmm. becomes a lot becomes living and violent mm-hmm. and has teeth and it gets it gets very critters-esque gremlins there's even a montage at one point where there's a bunch of these snowballs like tr- having drinks and you know <laughs> doing gremlins-esque shenanigans it's it's, it's I, I thought the snowballs were cute i'll admit <laughs> I, no this is the thing from a wide shot, they clearly do not move or have any animation, and they're just mm-hmm. balls that the actors are, like, holding, or they're in the background. <laughs> and the close-ups, when they are moving, this CGI is, like... I can't even... Like, some of the CG in this is absolutely <laughs> disgusting. You've got the... It looks like screensavers and stuff, like... Yeah, yeah, like, the snowball looks like that. The, the one that really got me is, I think it's after he's coughed up the snowball, Jack Frost disappears by... Yes, f- yes. falling into the snow but there's this like mm. cgi splat as he falls into the snow which again he's snow he's not a liquid <laughs> <laughs> but it just it, it, it's like oh that looked nasty oh <laughs> now one thing that i did think was kind of funny is when they start killing all the little snowballs and everything like mm-hmm. they are like way too gleeful about it like you know, it doesn't feel like they're like, oh, this is a desperate situation. We got to do what we got to do. They're like laughing and having a good time. They're like sticking in the blenders and like, you know, just like so overjoyed with themselves. <laughs> that is kind of funny that they're just like overly excited about that because they're making like cute little like little baby noises. And yeah, that's stuff. right. They speak. Like... <laughs> uh, yeah. When, when, they, when they kill people and stuff, they, they, they say like a one word in a little baby voice. So like, yeah. like, killing. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. kind of thing 
yes. Um, yeah, because I think the, when they realize it's dangerous, it's because it kills uh, Captain uh, Fun. I think he's he gets wiped out by what mm-hmm. the, he's the death of the cause of the snowball, and that's when they sort of start fighting back. And f- for some reason, their plan to like use the banana thing once they realize that bananas kill them is that they make a, a giant <laughs> banana daiquiri, and there's like a montage of them like and. I don't know about you, but there was something really disgusting about like fifty bananas being mushed together uh, in this oh, big sure. drama. That I was like, oh, this kind yeah. of, this kind of... <laughs> and I like bananas, but that, just seeing them all mushed together yeah. like this was kind of disgusting. Like, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> Stop it! I'm more disgusted by this than anything else in the movie. Stop it! Um, <laughs> there's a lot of really over the top serious stuff though with the like, agent Manners who has like a water gun filled with uh, antifreeze, and then maybe later they've got like bananas accurate in them or whatever but there's, there's, there's a couple of moments where he'll like cock the water gun and you'll get a sound effect as if it's an actual shotgun and it's like what are you doing <laughs> like, why does it why is this clicking like a like a, an actual gun no 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 uh he does die though uh, agent manos does not make it out at the end of the film unfortunately such a shame <laughs> yeah uh but, you know, uh, the sheriff does get his big moment where he gets to blow up Jack Frost uh, because he has a banana at the end of an arrow, which he then fires with with a bow. <laughs> he fires, you know, because uh, earlier on in the film there's some teasing of this, but they're, they're getting, like, archery lessons. It's, it's like a fun, you know, holiday thing. They're, they're learning how to do a little bit of archery. So at the, the end of the film, he uses this by taping a banana to the end of the, the arrow, and this is what makes Jack Frost explode. Mm. And... There you go. <laughs> they've, they've saved the day. Jack Frost has been defeated. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yes. Although the post credit scene shows that the other couple were hiding in a freezer and they're still there after the credits. Oh, I did see that, actually. Yeah, yeah. I forgot they're, about that. <laughs> they're just yelling for like, hey, we're still here. It's very cold. Uh, yeah. As whatever. The mid credit scene, though, is the tease for what the third movie was supposed to be, according to the director which is Jack Zilla, where... Oh, actually, I, I did see yeah. this. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, it's, so, again, awful CG here where there's this boat that, that gets crushed and like, the water splashes, and it is like... I, I can't really describe how bad this is. Like, the the, the, the CG here is... Like, I mean, if, you, if everyone's been watching myself and Tara's reviews of Babylon 5, and we talk a lot about how the CG on that's not that great, it's, you know, mid-90s TV, and it was done on an Amiga computer... This is like ten times worse than anything that's on that show. That this is like mm-hmm. laughable how silly bad this CG looked at this boat being crushed and and the water splashing. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> Sometimes I'll, I'll I'll leave it for Tim to respond and I I they just it's like a deer in the headlights. Or head I deer in the headlights. Right. Yeah, and like I I don't know, it just looked like a um I don't know, it looked like they just, like, dropped, like, a carrot on a, like, toy ship or something. Like, I, don't, I don't know. It, it, it was lo- bad, but... It, it looked like the pre-visualization you do before you actually do the visual effects. Mm-hmm. Like, just the sort of, yeah. like, the, the block shapes to represent <laughs> what it's going to be eventually. Uh, that's what it looked like to me. But, yeah, the, so you get, a big, you get yeah. a big shadow and the sort of POVs looking down at them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, giant Jack Frost for some reason. No explanation, of course, just... Mm-hmm. I suppose yeah, that was supposed I, I to mean, come in the third one if it ever get made, but it didn't, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think given the sensitivity, uh, you know, this movie had towards like portraying like 
other cultures uh, and stuff. Uh, I'm kind of glad that they didn't do, you know, another movie uh, based on like, you know, a Japanese monster uh, formula. That's a good point. There is a, a joke here at the end where the, the two Japanese characters on the boat are dubbed in English, but they're speaking Japanese. So they still look like, a, like an imported film. Um, yeah. Which I don't necessarily think there's anything super dodgy about that in and of itself. It's it's more making fun of dubbed films than it is a cultural sure. weirdness. But admittedly, yes, given everything else in this movie, I, I wouldn't be expecting a, a great portrayal of anyone, <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, are we done? So Tim's clearly out of steam here in this one. Uh, I'm trying to think of the, any other big kills or, or anything that we miss. Uh, I I mean another thing that like just makes it like you know a lot less fun is like the even if like you know some of the ideas are for like kills and stuff like are like oh kind of stupid but hey that might be kind of funny to see but there's like the lack of like gore and special effects just make it like not even really worth it most of the time like you know mentioned the snow anvil before like yeah that is cool but you just see it kind of falling you don't actually see it like you know crushing the person's head like if you see it coming down and you know like crushing them and then blood spreading out and there's blood in the snow and stuff like that would be cool and then you know like um yeah it, it's just a very i don't know very bloodless movie so even like the kills and stuff you can't really get too much behind yeah, uh, there's, there's 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 not a lot of bite in it to to the point where if it wasn't for maybe like I think it was maybe like a swear word at some point, but I, I was actually thinking mm -hmm. it could be PG thirteen, honestly. Oh sure. Yeah, because yeah. because it was avoiding any nudity. It didn't feel like the the kills were that violent. They were just kind of silly. Yeah. So I I definitely could see that. So it, unfortunately, it doesn't have a whole lot to offer. And it is kind of a regret. Whereas the first one, I'll happily go back and watch again. I think the first Jack Frost is a is a fun time, fun B movie time. Yeah, I I think there's like if you look in stuff like um, you know, the wintry, Christmassy season. I think there's definitely better bad movies you can check out. But it, you know, it's like I would say avoid the first one. You know, it's like yeah, it uh, you know, it, it's a fun enough B movie. Uh, this it's just like I I feel like maybe you can watch it for five minutes and kind of get the idea, maybe skip around and look at like a few clips online or something. But yeah, I don't think you need to watch the whole movie. Yeah, were you getting any weird flashbacks to accident we did last summer? I was getting a lot of parallels in the plot because they're coming to a tropical <laughs> island. Uh, uh, there's a really I, bad I, Jamaican <clears throat> accent from one character. <laughs> Uh, I, I did not think about that. I can totally see where that's going. Uh, for me, it was uh, Jaws 4, The Revenge. That's what was popping okay. in my mind when I watched it. Okay, okay. I, I, I get it, I get it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I stuck up for the first one more than you do. I think the first one's a good fun time for what it is. Uh, this one, eh, I would not recommend. I would say skip it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame. The poster's pretty good as well. <laughs> But Joe, you know I would describe yeah. the snowballs. Actually, I was thinking of this as I was watching it. Is that yeah? There's a lot of gremlins and critters in them. But I was also mm -hmm. at times getting the balls from Phantasm. It's kind of like a cross between oh, okay. <laughs> those those things. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. There's the balls that. from Phantasm crossed with critters. That's your, that's your snowballs mm-hmm. in this. Uh, and I guess since you have little Jack Frost in this, it makes sense the third one would be giant Zilla Jack Frost. But <laughs> alas, yep. the, the thought of what that would look like with the budget that this one had, <laughs> I, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think it would ever have been worth uh, pursuing. But mm. here we are. Here we are. That here is Jack Frost 2. Uh, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. Tim, yeah, you have to rate the film. Uh, I think I'll give it a three. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm not gonna go like all the way down to a two, just because you know I I did laugh uh throughout the movie a couple of times. So it, yeah, I I think it mostly is a chore to get through. And yeah, there's um <laughs> you know not that much to really uh, hang on to there, but. Uh, despite all that, that there was like you know parts here and there where I did laugh, so I can't go like completely down. But uh, yeah, I mean there also really isn't that much to recommend either. So three, it is. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair score. I'm I'm kind of weighing up in my head. I because it's definitely a worse. Like it's definitely not the worst thing I've ever had yeah. to sit through. Sure, and it's definitely not good either. As, I mean, I mean, arguably it was never going to be good, but it wasn't like fun bad. Mm. Other than a couple of maybe right, m- right. moments that kind of worked, but uh, I think the way I was thinking about it as I was watching it is that it's not a funny movie, but it occasionally, accidentally, is funny. <laughs> occasionally, it'll stumble that into sense, something yeah. that's actually kind of funny, but yeah. for the most part, it's just kind of awkwardly bad comedy that doesn't work. Um. <laughs> I don't hate it as much. Yeah, so I'm going to agree with the three because I I don't think I hate it enough to like, give it a two. Because when I think of the movies that I've given a two to, I, I don't think I I hate this as in the same level as this. Even even though exactly this did feel like a chore after a certain point. Like the back half of it dragged <laughs> so much. Where I was, I'm so ready for this to be over. Um, and I think you know when I was watching it on stream, you could you could sort of see that I was laughing quite a bit in the first twenty minutes, mostly because I was just mm-hmm. laughing at how unbelievably like cheap and bad that it looked and was, but. After a while, that stopped being funny. After a while, it was yeah. like, okay, now I'm just watching a really boring, bad movie. <laughs> yeah, no, that can only get you through so far. Like, yeah, that's funny for 10, 15 minutes, and then after a while, it's like, okay, now you either need to, like, do something to like, go, like, really over the top and wow me or introduce, like, just some absolute crazy nonsense yeah, think, to keep me hooked. I think this comes back to being nerd. I think if the kills were really gory and stupid... I think that would be when it start to keep the keep the fun up, even once the totally, the yeah. factor of oh this is so cheap and you know nasty looking wears off. Yeah. But it doesn't. So once that wears off, there's nothing left for you. It's uh, just this mm-hmm. cheap neutered film. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. That's Jack Frost Two: Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. If you made it this far into the review, put the word snowball into the comments okay. <laughs> it's not that good but i don't have anything else for you what do you want from me this is the first time we're recording on this early sunday uh recording uh session mm-hmm. uh I, I i i cannot be asked for gold quite yet but yes put, put the word snowball into the comments mm-hmm. ladies and you got to the end here um tim's going to do his pose for the thumbnail so <laughs> here we go uh three two one pose <laughs> okay okay there we go. That'll work. 
and this is a really awkward time for me to add any new segments to the show because we've recorded like so many episodes that are coming after this so it'll be after the christmas episode you'll probably never see this again for a while but something that uh stuck out to me as i was watching this because i was getting bored in the back half so i started looking at the imdb okay um and i was looking at the user reviews on imdb mm-hmm. for this um I'm going, to, I'm going to read you so this review is from 22nd of february 2001 from okay. a from a, a user called scars theme the title of the review is <laughs> shoestring genius now it's quite long but i'm just going to read you one paragraph here <laughs> that stuck out to me being able yeah. to recapture exactly the same sense of cheesy ineptitude without overdoing it was always going to be a tricky task Cooney succeeds in fine style, principally by following the established blueprint of an, in an entirely new location, in this case, a tropical island. Natural stalking ground for a snowman. <laughs> I just, I started looking, and I wasn't reading the reviews too much, but I was looking at kind of just yeah. the ratings and the titles of the reviews. Uh, uh, JC Doe 2 from the 14th of December, 2000. 10 out of 10. Absolutely hilarious. A delicious B movie. Jeez. <laughs> Matt Dixon, 64, from the 29th of September, 2001. What a classic film. <laughs> these are just the titles like of the reviews. There's paragraphs to go with these, by which I'm not reading, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I wonder how old, uh, you know, some of these people are, because, yeah, if I saw this when it first came out and I was, like, I don't know, 13, 14 at the time or whatever, uh, was it 2001? Uh, the movie came out in 2000, but uh, these reviews... 2000? Okay. Yeah. So I would have... Okay, so... Yeah, so, like, I would have been 14, so I'm sure if I watched it with my friends there, we would have been cracking up, and I would have been like, oh, man, this is such a great Ben movie, but... um, Yeah. <laughs> I, I think anyone who's uh, been around the block uh, a while, uh, you know, should, would not think that. Yeah, it's... Uh... From the 23rd of January 2001, from Stalker 19, one of the funniest movies of last year, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Jeez. IMDb has some interesting, interesting. takes. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> and there, there, to be fair, there are some reviews here that are saying it's terrible and, and, and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, yes, there's some very. Yes. Uh, I, I will say this, though. This, this review speaks to me. One out of 10. From uh, Brian McCann. This is from the 14th of October 2017. So this is a relatively recent review. The first was amazing. This one is a disaster. <laughs> it was very passionate. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, that is something that may come back. Especially when we do a bad movie. I might have a glance at the IMDB user reviews. Sure. And see if there's anything juicy to, to, to gleam. Uh, but that is uh, that is Jack Frost 2 Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman uh, obviously we mentioned Patreon earlier patreon.com slash TV, as well as liking subscribing all the usual things uh, rating the podcast on iTunes give us 5 stars and a review that would be very helpful mm-hmm. thank you please uh, you can catch us on the Twitters at Streams Midnight for updates and random stuff from me and Tim uh, horror movie discussions and things like that so go and have a look and see if you're, you want to get in the conversation and keep in touch there um but otherwise that's pretty much us so thank you very much for watching or listening we always appreciate it hopefully you're looking forward to two more christmas movies because they're coming your way so thank you very much keep watching scary movies and we will see you next time